Birdland, that's what I always hear when you sigh. Never in my wordland could there be ways to reveal in a phrase how I feel. Have you ever heard two turtle doves mill and coo when they love? That's the kind of magic music we make with our lips when we kiss. And there's a weepy old willow. Friday, everyone. Welcome back to A Tempo on KCL Radio, where we're putting your music back in time, exploring the history, stories, and just interesting stuff around some of our favorite and your favorite music, hopefully. I'm Alex. And I'm Jessie. And today we are doing a episode on women in jazz, specifically for Black History Month. Yeah, so we're coming to the end of October, which is Black History Month here. So we thought, what better way to celebrate than with some of the most influential women in jazz ever. We were opening up here with Ella Fitzgerald's rendition of Lullaby of Birdland. Yeah, I love this song. Um, I don't really know much about Ella Fitzgerald, but I do know that she's one of the most iconic jazz singers ever. Yeah, no, she was, I mean, for her time, absolutely revolutionary. I mean, she was one of the most respected jazz vocalists of her era. in a time where misogyny kind of ran rampant, she was up and leading the force. Really cool. And she has a fantastic voice. Yeah, her voice is really good. Oh my god, the vibrato. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, our next song that we are going to play for you, it's also by Ella Fitzgerald, and it's featuring Duke Ellington. It's called Take the A Train. Boom, boom, boom. 
Let's take the A train to go to Sugar Hill way up in Harlem. If you miss the A train, you'll find you've missed the quickest way to Harlem. Hurry, get on, now it's coming. Listen to those rails of thrumming. Sugar 
just joining us this is a tempo on kcl radio and that was take the a train by ella fitzgerald and duke ellington so yeah part two of ella fitzgerald's story is she has some a really fascinating past she has some really fascinating history like she was the first woman african-american woman to win a grammy in 1958 Mm -hmm. which is i mean very cool for her uh she was also one of the first people i believe she was the first person to ever perform at a super bowl halftime show as well Oh, love that. Yeah. Um, When I first started kind of playing jazz when I was younger, I had a music teacher who told me that Ella Fitzgerald was the pinnacle of women in jazz. Like, for her time, she was revolutionary. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of the music that I played growing up, because I was in all-girl jazz ensembles, was Ella Fitzgerald music. You know, um, say It's Only Paper Moon... um, Take the A Train was a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's iconic, simply. And, you know, just a trendsetter. Really loved her stuff. So what do we have up next? Up next we have Nina Simone. Um, it's called I Wish I Knew How It Would Be, How It Would Feel to Be Free. How It Would Feel to Be Free. Yeah. <laughs> Free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I knew how
wish I could break all the chains holding me. I wish I could say all the things that I should say. Say I'm loud, say I'm clear for the whole round world to hear. I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. Remove all the bars that keep us apart. I wish you could know what it means to be me. Then you'd see and agree that every man should be free. I wish I Just joining us, this is A Tempo on KCL Radio, and that was I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free by Nina Simone. I love Nina Simone. Um, Probably one of my favorite artists of all time. She, aside from being an incredibly talented vocalist and piano player, she was also very prominent in the civil rights movement Mm, in the United States. I mean, even from a young age. Like, she started taking piano lessons when she was young. And she was super talented, and so she got to perform in an auditorium, and I think like nine or twelve, it was like between the ages of nine and twelve. I cannot remember exactly off the top of my head, but Mm. while she was there, she got up on stage to perform, and her parents were sent to the back because they were black, which was, which she would not stand for. Yeah. And so she refused to get off the stage, and she refused to start playing until they were allowed to sit Mm. up front so that they could see her perform, and that's just the kind of person she was. Like, she just... Yeah. All throughout her life. I mean, she was, re- during the movement, she was friends with some of the key artists of the movement, like James Baldwin, who you might know for his books like Giovanni's yes. Room, Go Call It Upon the Mountain, that kind of thing. Um, also Langston Hughes, the poet. Oh, yeah. There's one song mm. that we are not going to be playing today, but uh, is one of her most famous, which is To Be Young, Gifted, and Black, which she wrote specifically because she wanted to kind of give a song for all of the young black kids who didn't see themselves represented 
and who wanted to kind of have like she wanted to have a voice for the people who because she didn't have one when she was growing up and so she wanted to make music that made them feel seen and feel empowered and she's very very cool for that yeah i love that on top of that i think she went to Juilliard, didn't she yeah. yeah and after she went to Juilliard, she tried to apply for a scholarship to study at the curtis institute of music and i think her, her like audition was very well received um but they did deny her entry which she she did say like um she did say she did say that it was because of racism and then in 2003 literally a couple of days before she passed away they gave her an honorary degree you're ca- oh <laughs> which i just think that's yeah way to say way to solve racism amazing mm. <laughs> but yeah well her music is incredibly prominent you probably if you don't know this the song that we just played you probably know um, I Put a Spell on You or Feeling Good, which has been covered by the likes of, like, I mean, a lot of people know the Michael Bublé version, but oh, yeah. Nina Simone's is forever, forever the best. I'm exactly. sorry, Michael. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then the next song that we're going to be playing also has shown up in a number of movies. Um, but yeah, up next is Cinnamon by Nina Simone. run to all on that day will I run to the rock please hide me and run to the rock please hide me and run to the rock please hide me Lord all on that day but the rock cried out I can't hide you the rock cried out I can't hide you the rock cried out I ain't gonna hide you down all on that day, I said, Rock, what's the matter with you, Rock? Don't you see I need you, Rock? Lord, 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 all on that day. So I ran to the river. It was bleeding to run to the sea. It was bleeding to run to the sea. It was bleeding all on that day. So I ran to the river, it was boiling around to the sea, it was boiling around to the sea, it was boiling all on that day. So I ran to the Lord, please help me, Lord. Don't you see me praying? Don't you see me down here praying? But the Lord said,
Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is A Tempo on KCL Radio. And there is a hissing noise. Mm. Anyways, the build-up to the ending part of that song is amazing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, she is one of the most talented musicians ever. Genuinely an incredible woman. My other two favorite things about Nina Simone is that, one, she lived in Switzerland for a bit, and she wrote an entire album called Fodder on My Wings, which is another great, it's a little bit experimental, but it's one of another fantastic album. She wrote this album just about how much she hated living in Switzerland, <laughs> which, respect. And also, she admitted to this in an interview, tried to shoot a guy who stole some of her music or some of the money from the rights for her music, which, again, massive amount of respect. Exactly. You need to protect your intellectual property, guys. Yeah. She struggled a lot with her mental health, and that's something that a lot of her friends have talked about, a lot of her biographies talk about, is that she had many of these challenges, continued to be, you know, head of her time, head of the music, civil rights movement, and Rolling Stone uh, named her one of the 100 top most influential musicians of the 20th century. So, yeah, that's Nina Simone. Cool. Our next song that we're going to play is Trust in Me by Etta James. Trust in me in all you do. Have the faith I have in you. Love will see us through if only trust in me why don't you you trust me come to me when things go wrong cling to me daddy oh yeah and I'll be strong we can get along we can get along Trust in me. While there's a moon, a moon on high. While there are birds, birds to fly. While there is you, you and Why don't you smile, trust in me, and I'll be worthy of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, why don't you, 
your trust in me and all you do and have the faith I, I have in you oh and love will see us through if Welcome back to A Tempo that we just played Trust in Me by Etta James. Yeah. Etta James is another, I mean, she's oftentimes referred to as one of the mothers of blues. She's got, I mean, that fabulous voice. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Oh my god. Nothing quite like, you know, dancing around your kitchen on a Sunday. Yes. Yeah, Sunday kind of love. That's exactly the type of vibe. Love her. She's got a fun history as well. I mean, obviously, that's why she's on this episode. Um, <laughs> so her stage name, Etta James. Her real name, James Etta. James Etta. <laughs> yeah. That's very smart. Yeah. Love it, though. One, I mean, like a lot of the other artists that we're covering, she had a lot to say in terms of the civil rights movement. She joined the Nation of Islam and was close with Malcolm X for a bit and went by the name James Etta X for a bit. Yeah. Which is interesting because she's a Baptist. Yeah, and I think during the entire time she was in the Nation of Islam, she didn't follow any of the like the religious rules. Like she continued to eat pork and she continued to wear like well non conservative clothing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean go James Etta, I guess. Yeah, and then I think she said like on the topic of that, she said that she did it because it was the radical and in thing to do. Yeah, go girl. Uh, Good for her, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I know also um, one of the things that makes Etta James' story so powerful is that there was a time in her life where she struggled quite badly with addiction Mm. to the point where she, like, she was forging signatures to get drugs and ended up getting put in prison for a bit. And after her stint, came out and released another fantastic blues album. If you get the chance to listen to it, I recommend it. It's Seven Year Itch. Mm, Yes. Very, very good. Um... Yeah, so she's really a story about overcoming adversity. And, I mean, again, that voice is just... Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Next, Our next song is by Josephine Baker. Yes. And it's called J'ai Deux Amours. Chaque soir, vers elle s'en 
mon cœur est ravi. La savane est belle, mais à quoi bon le nier? Ceux qui m'ont sorti le sait, Paris, Paris, tout entier. Le voir un jour, c'est mon rêve joli. just joining us this is a tempo on kcl radio and that was uh j'ai du Amour by josephine baker josephine baker is a french singer so that song was in french of course and i really like her because she did a lot yeah i mean she, she did a lot <laughs> she moved for from- example she <laughs> <laughs> you can go first. Uh, i was gonna say you she go so she actually moved from the united states of america yeah um when she was very young well, not when she was very young, when she was just a young adult, mm. um, to France to try and pursue a career because she thought that she wouldn't be able to perform in the arts um, to the same level if she stayed in America. And so she came to France mm-hmm. with very little knowledge of the language and became very quickly, like within her first year there, one of the most prominent stars in the French and, you know, the Roaring Twenties in France. Yeah. And then during World War Two, she aided the French resistance and also, when she was performing in the United States, she refused to perform for segregated audiences. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she did a little bit of everything. She was a dancer, a singer, um, a model, a muse. Mm. She was kind of, <laughs> at risk of sounding really out of touch, the it girl of, you know, 1920s France. Yeah. yeah which that's... is incredible, truly. Mm. Um, interestingly, Duolingo decided to do a series of podcasts about her, you know, if you're interested. I haven't listened to them, but they exist. Yeah, and they might be very helpful yeah, for but your French learning. Absolutely. I mean, she is 
genuinely an iconic, iconic woman. Probably, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of respect for her. One of my heroes, kind of like Nina Simone. She's mm. just amazing. Yeah. Okay, next up, we are going to play Black Coffee by Sarah Vaughan. slept a wink I walk the floor and watch the door and in between I drink black coffee loves a hand-me-down broom I'll never know a Sunday to the shadows one o'clock to four and lord how slow the moments go when all i do is pour black coffee since the blues caught my back if you're just joining us this is this is a tempo on kcl radio um and that was black coffee by sarah vaughn who is sometimes referred to as the divine one for the richness of her voice Ooh, i love that whoa divine one i know that's such like a that's such like a high compliment i know oh my god i mean if you 
That's not her most famous song. If you're going to know her for anything, you'll probably know her for either Broken Hearted Melody or um, more likely you'll know her for her rendition of the ballad, Misty. Mm, yes. Which, I mean, I love that song. Um, very sweet. Very forlorn. But Black Coffee's great. It's another one that just kind of really gets you feeling blue. Yeah, that's true. Servan doesn't have as... She has a very long and very established history. She was a very awarded musician, recognized for her talent. Um, again, similar to Etta James, very deep in the blues uh, community. Yeah. Just a talented woman all around. Um. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, we're playing our last song now, which is I'll Be Seeing You by Billie Holiday. Next week, we are covering Lana Del Rey. Yeah, so if you want something that hasn't been movies, isn't jazz, well, instrumental jazz or vocal jazz, we've got you covered now with pop. <laughs> pop, indeed. Yeah. So tune in next week. Again, Friday at 12 p.m. to hear us talk about Lana Del Rey. And this is I'll Be Seeing You by Billie Holiday. Thank you. In everything 
that's light and gay I'll always think of you that way I'll find you in the morning sun And when the night is new I'll be looking at the moon But I 